Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on July 1st for the 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time, 11 a.m. Mass at St. Patrick Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. The readings can be found at usccb.org forward slash Bible forward slash readings. There you will also find links to listen to the readings and watch video reflections on the readings. I encourage you to check those out. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. Jesus can be pretty bossy, can't he? It seems like he's always telling somebody what to do. I think of four occasions in today's gospel where he does uh, something in that manner. He says, he kind of demands, who was it that touched me? Tell me, who was it? He, uh, he tells the, uh, the synagogue official, be not afraid, just have faith. He tells, uh, he tells all of those who were ridiculing him uh, to get out, go, get out of here. And then he tells that little girl to get up, to rise. It's time to, to be once more amongst the living. He has these little commands that he, he gives those that are around him. And I would imagine, perhaps, if I asked... There may be some willing to stand on their head if I ask them to. Maybe a few. I bet there's still some who probably wouldn't wiggle their toes even if I asked them to. Be honest, some of you are wiggling your toes. <laughs> but that's okay. But how about you, you uh, humor me for just a moment. Take your two fingers and find your pulse. You can do that. Do you feel that? Or a single one of you making that happen? Are you making that heart beat? The cynical among us may say, well, Father, some have a pacemaker, or I have a pacemaker. It's doing it. Well, no, it's assisting. And we can, through exercise, make our heart beat faster. We can, through prayer and meditation, quietness, slow our heartbeat down. But not a single one of us can make our heart beat. And that, my sisters and brothers, is a lot like faith. It is something that we receive. It is something that helps us, or actually allows us, to live. But not a single one of us can cause faith in our lives. A little teaching moment. There are the theological virtues. There are three of them. They're the highest of all virtues. And they come from God. Each one of them. Faith, hope, and love. Each one of those are, are, are uh, beginning with God, and they end with God. Faith, hope, and love. And none of us can do any of those, as much as we at times may think, without God first providing them. And God, God's self, uh, can hope, and God certainly loves, but God can't really have faith, because God is faith. God is the source of faith. God is that which we have faith in. God can't really have faith in himself. God just is faith. Side note for just a moment, I think I worry that many of us when we read scripture, when we think of these people 2,000 or more years ago, 
we often can get into a, a kind of, well, maybe somewhat self-righteous thinking that we're so much better than they are. And sure, our technology is better. Our medical science has improved. But really, are we better? We may think, oh, those foolish people, they were tricked into believing that they were healed or that Christ had these powers. And certainly, others out in the world will say that, that those silly, backwards people. But really, are we that much better? I think if we just turn on the news or look around, we recognize that we may have advanced in some ways. We're the same kind of people, in need of the same hope, the same love, same faith that Christ himself gives us. And so when we look at these two occasions where Christ heals these, uh, these two, the woman with a hemorrhage for 12 years, she's been bleeding, she's been tormented by doctors who have tried uh, to help her, and then this little girl who has passed and then Christ raises from the dead. We can, as modern, sophisticated people, look at that and think, well, they were just fooled. Something else just happened. Or, through faith, we can believe that Christ actually did heal those people. And we, in that, can find ourselves a little conflicted, I think, because one of those commands that Christ gives us, be not afraid, just have faith. But how is it that we just have faith? Especially considering that we can't make it happen ourselves, how is it that we, especially in times of difficulty, he's telling this to a man who's been told, your daughter has just died. How do we, in times of difficulty, in times of stress, in times of hardship, have faith? Just have faith. Is it really that simple? I think if we look at Christ's reaction to those who ridicule him, we get a little bit more evidence as to how that happens. How one just has faith. What does Christ order to those who ridicule him? He says, get out. Go. Can't be here right now. And before any of you stand up and walk out, not to worry. I hardly believe that this was the definitive moment in their lives of faith. Some of them, I have little doubt, um, were there at Christ's entry into Jerusalem. Hosanna, Hosanna, King in the highest. And then some of them, there at the crucifixion, crucify him, crucify him. And then some, maybe the same, maybe the same bunch, were killed later on for standing up, professing their faith in Christ Jesus. This isn't the definitive moment in their lives. That's all right. Christ offers faith time and again. And Christ has surrounded himself through his ministry with both those who have faith and those who simply seem to be there to test him, to, to question him, to, to try and uh, trick him. But in this moment, as in other moments throughout Scripture, he desires to be with those who have faith. Those who ridicule him are looking at faith itself. 
They ridicule him for his, his assertion that she is going to be okay. This little girl that is sleeping, she's going to be all right. They ridicule him. They mock him. They are looking at faith, and they have the opposite reaction. They make fun of it. And so he tells them, get out. Because they are standing, receiving, but not accepting. And so how are we to just have faith? Be in the presence of Christ. They are there. They are there in that crowd, pushed against him. Everyone kind of all jammed in together. And that woman reaches out in the presence of Christ and just takes hold of him for a moment. The woman, the little girl who's asleep, having deceased in her bed, he reaches out to her and lifts her up in the presence of Christ. And we gather together time and again, Sunday after Sunday, to do just that, to be in the presence of Christ. The body of Christ gathered here, the body of Christ consecrated on that altar, to be in God's presence, to receive from faith itself that great gift of faith that enables us to somehow make it through some of life's darkest moments, some of life's biggest challenges. And one more thing. That woman who her blood stopped flowing, who's finally healed after 12 years, that little girl who was raised from the dead, life wasn't all sunshine and roses after that. They're no longer here amongst the living. They went on to die. They went on to, to live, to, to experience pain and difficulty just like everyone else. But they had had an experience of Christ being in the presence of faith itself. And so each of us are invited this day and every day to enter in to that great mystery of faith. I hope you have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org, where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.